We'll start by going over some background information. We'll then cover what is a WAF. And we'll finish by asking why would you use a WAF? So let's start by looking at some background information. So looking at our company mission statement, the first product priority is high availability and security. We talk about high availability a lot. We talk about terms like scalability, how our product makes services highly available. However, security is something we don't talk about as much. Security, in the broadest sense, is talking about protecting assets, so things we have or things we own. We could be talking about protection from natural disasters or from vandalism or misuse, for example. In the context of internet-based services and computing generally, the assets we're talking about are data. For example, customer data, payroll data, or a company's financial data. And that leads us on to a specific type of security, which is known as information security. Information security is concerned with protecting data and systems from anyone who would seek to misuse them. When we're thinking about how to protect our data and our systems, we first need to consider threats. So a threat is something that has the potential to cause harm. In addition to threats, we also have vulnerabilities. So a vulnerability is a weakness that can be exploited to cause harm. Bringing these two concepts together, we have risk. Risk is how likely it is that something bad will happen. Risk appears when there's both a threat and a corresponding vulnerability that the threat could take advantage of. As an example, consider the threat of an attacker, someone who wants to do harm to our business or organisation. A potential vulnerability that we have might be that we have a web server that's running on outdated software. So it could be that we failed to keep the software that powers our web application up to date. And as a result, there are security holes in the software. So that's where we have a risk. We have the threat of the attacker and the attacker can exploit the vulnerability of the security holes in the software that we haven't kept up to date. Risks need to be managed. The way risks can be managed is by implementing measures that reduce those risks. As we'll see later on, a WAF is one such measure that can be used to reduce risks when running web applications. One way of reducing risks and to work towards preventing attacks against us is to use a strategy known as defence in depth. The idea of defence in depth is that we build up a multi-layered defence strategy to protect us against attacks, so that even if one of our layers of defence should fail, the other layers that we have in place should still be sufficient to prevent or stop an attack. Consider the example of securing a house. So we could fit an alarm system to the house, but we wouldn't just fit an alarm and then call it a day. An alarm system by itself isn't going to be a great deal of help if we don't have any locks fitted to the doors and windows. So what we would do is take a multi-layered approach. 
For example, we could fit an alarm system to the house and put up a sign to warn people off, saying that there's an alarm in use. We could fit secure locks to the doors and windows, and if it's a particularly secure property, we could even put up fences or barbed wire, as in this example here. The idea is that if one of these defences should fail, then there are still others to pick up the slack and deter or prevent an attacker. So the key concept here with defence in depth is that we have multiple layers of defence around whatever it is we're trying to protect. You can think of it like being the layers of an onion. So our asset is in the middle, and protecting our asset we have multiple layers of defence. In the realm of web applications, one of our layers of defence may well be a WAF, as shown in this diagram here. Which brings us to the question, what is a WAF? First of all, let's talk about what the acronym stands for. So, WAF, W-A-F, stands for Web Application Firewall. Wikipedia says, a web application firewall filters, monitors, and blocks HTTP traffic to and from a web application. So let's break that down. First of all, let's talk about HTTP traffic, because that's potentially the scariest part of that definition that some people might not be familiar with. So HTTP traffic can just be thought of simply as web traffic. So for example, accessing Twitter on your phone, using a web browser to access Gmail, or going on YouTube, or any public website on the internet. Or for example, it could be accessing an internal web application, like we have with Custard or with Ghost. So when we're talking about HTTP traffic, we're talking about the wide array of possible web traffic that you could have out on the internet or on an internal web application system. Let's break down some of those keywords in the definition there. So first of all, filter. So a web application firewall allows us to apply some rules and some logic with which to filter the web traffic that goes through it. So we can set up a series of rules and conditions to filter good traffic that should be allowed through from bad traffic, which looks like an attack, it looks malicious, and we don't allow that through. So the next word there is monitor. So a WAF allows us to monitor all of the web traffic that flows through it. So that might be useful for logging purposes or auditing purposes. The third keyword there is block. So a WAF allows us to use our set of conditions and our rules to determine which traffic is bad traffic, and then we can block it and prevent it from reaching its way to our web service. And all of these features working together in tandem gives us that additional layer of security. So a WAF in its simplest terms can be thought of as an additional layer of security that allows us to detect and prevent attacks before they're able to reach our web applications. So the software that runs our website and our web applications, it might be very well written and very secure, or it might be poorly written and have security vulnerabilities in it. Either way, putting a web application firewall in front of our web application allows us to stop attacks before they have a chance to reach our web server and our software on the back end. So it's this idea of this extra layer of security to stop attacks before they're able to reach our web applications. 
from a very high level perspective, deploying our load balancer and using its WAF functionality may look like the following. On the left hand side, we have users who are trying to make web requests. And on the right hand side, we have our web servers, which are hosting our website or running our web application. Sitting in the middle is our load balancer, which is able to inspect the traffic from the users and then use a series of rules and conditions to determine whether or not that traffic looks genuine and good or whether it looks malicious and should be blocked and not passed to the backend web servers. So it's all about providing that extra layer of security. And because of the way we've implemented our web application firewall in our product, it plays nicely with our load balancing features as well. The load balancer can be sending traffic across those servers, and the load balancer can also put a WAF service in front of those servers to scan traffic and provide that extra layer of security. So we're able to provide security, high availability and scalability all at the same time, all within our product. So let's talk about some examples of existing WAF products on the market. These are some terms and names that you may have come across in the past or that you may hear customers talking about. So if you hear a customer saying that they currently have or are using one of the following products, that's a good sign that they're talking about a WAF-related product specifically. So Fortinet have their FortiWeb appliance. Citrix have their web app firewall. F5 have their advanced WAF. There's the Radware app wall. Symantec have a web application firewall, which is now part of Broadcom. There's the Barracuda WAF, the Imperva WAF, the Sophos XG firewall, and the SonicWall web application firewall. Now, in addition to more traditional hardware or virtual-based WAFs, there are also cloud-specific WAFs. These are either products or services which are specifically designed to be run in cloud environments. Some examples of cloud WAF services include Cloudflare Web Application Firewall, Radware Cloud WAF, they have a cloud-specific product too, Imperva WAF, they also have a cloud-native appliance, Akamai WAF, and Securi Firewall. Now on top of these examples, it's also worth mentioning that AWS, Azure and Google all have their own WAF solutions. These allow customers of AWS, Azure or Google Cloud Platform to deploy their own WAF service directly from within the platform. So for example, the Azure Web Console or the AWS Web Console. And I have to say, Google Cloud Armor is the only interestingly named product out of the whole bunch. So kudos to Google for that. So now let's talk about why would you use a WAF? Compliance and regulations are very common reasons for needing to deploy a WAF. A business or organisation may find that they have to deal with industry compliance. For example, an organisation that accepts credit cards or processes credit card data will usually have to comply with PCI DSS. This stands for Payment Card Industry Data Security Standard. 
PCI DSS is a set of rules that was created by a group of credit card issuers, for example Visa and MasterCard. And these rules pertain to processing credit card transactions. The standard itself is broken down into a number of different requirements. Probably the most interesting part of the PCI standard for us is what's known as Requirement 6.6. Requirement 6.6 talks about addressing threats and vulnerabilities for public-facing web applications. The standard talks about installing a web application firewall as a way to meet this specific requirement. Customers who come to us who need PCI compliance will often raise the question of our WAF functionality, how it works, and how they can use that as part of their deployment. Although it may cost an organisation to meet regulations and standards in terms of equipment and consultancy, failure to do so can be far more costly. Failing to meet legal standards or allowing attackers to steal personal information can result in huge fines. In that context, it seems prudent to spend on security in the first place, which definitely includes securing any sensitive web applications. Another reason to deploy a WAF is to provide an extra layer of security, and this can apply to any sort of web application you might have. So we're talking about hardening a web application against attack by using a WAF as an extra layer of security. So this doesn't have to specifically relate to websites that are processing credit card payments. This can apply to any kind of web application you might have. So as an example, we can look at the work we've done in the past with one of our partners, Metaswitch, where we've worked with them to produce a, a WAF solution specifically tailored to secure their particular web applications. So generally speaking, a WAF is a very flexible tool to allow us to implement an extra layer of security in front of our web applications. So to finish off, let's run through some of the keywords and acronyms that you may find customers using that would indicate that they're talking about or interested in using a WAF. So first of all, the word WAF itself, which we've seen stands for Web Application Firewall. Mod security is a term you may find customers using. This is a free and open source implementation of a web application firewall. And incidentally, mod security is the piece of software that we use in our load balancer product to provide web application firewall functionality. So if you ever see or hear a customer talking about mod security or mod sec, they're talking about a WAF. You may also come across the term OWASP or OWASP top 10. OWASP stands for the Open Web Application Security Project. OWASP is an online community of web application security enthusiasts, and they put out tools, documentation, articles, and more. You may hear customers talking about rules, or a rule set, or a WAF rule set. Rules are the logic that controls how a WAF operates. That brings us nicely on to CRS. CRS stands for the Core Rule Set. The Core Rule Set is a free and open source set of WAF rules that protect against common and known vulnerabilities in web applications. It's one of the OWASP flagship projects, and it's also the rule set we use in our product's WAF implementation. And finally, training and tuning 
deploying a WAF tends to require some amount of training or tuning. This involves putting the WAF in place in front of your website or in front of your web application and having clients and users test using your website through the WAF. This training period is used to get an indication of how the WAF is performing while inspecting the traffic for your website or web application. Some of the rules and conditions that are operating within a WAF may be triggered in error while inspecting good traffic. So it's important to complete training and tuning procedures to make sure that any of these false positives are spotted and resolved. In summary, we started by talking about the concept of security and information security. We talked about how in the context of internet-based services, our important assets are data and how we need to protect data and systems from people who would seek to misuse them. We talked about how threats and corresponding vulnerabilities create risk and how we need to minimise and mitigate those risks. We talked about the defence in depth strategy where we use a multi-layered approach to have multiple different layers providing security. And we saw how a WAF fits into that picture by providing us an extra layer of security for web applications. We talked about how a WAF, a web application firewall, filters, monitors and blocks web traffic and how that works to provide an additional layer of security to detect and stop attacks before they manage to reach our web applications. We then talked about why you would deploy a WAF. We then talked about the example of industry compliance and we looked at the example of PCI compliance whereby a company that processes credit card transactions are advised to deploy a WAF in order to be PCI DSS compliant. We also talked about how a WAF can be deployed to harden any web application.